your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Now, there's been much controversy over the northern Kuna-Noctachine distributor road over the past few years, as you'll be well aware. But some have welcomed news of progress on the long-awaited road. Uh, Limerick City and County Council have issued an update and said it's hoped that a main contractor may be on site by the middle of next year. And after all the discussions surrounding the road... What do you think? Well, we're going to talk to Sinn Féin TD for Limerick City, Morris Quinlevin, who's on the line right now. Good morning, Morris. Good morning, Joe. Good morning, listeners. Morris, it was our understanding that uh, the aforementioned uh, minister, Eamon Ryan, had paused any further work on the Northern Distributor Road. Has that changed? No, I I think people might be getting slightly confused here, Joe. There's two roads in, in play here, right? So the first one is, which has been referred to incorrectly by a lot of people as an ordinary distributor road phase one, but it's the Cooney-Noctachine road. It's a, it's a separate road on on itself, right? So this road was part of, came through from the Limerick Regeneration Programme, and it was, it's critical for the north side of Limerick. Now, I believe it's really, really important um, and people would be well aware that the road was actually under construction and unfortunately the, the company who had that road was, road, was um, Broadbridge, who went into receivership in March of this year. Now, that road was a third built. Um, people who who ever drive out by where the country club is, out the old Cracker Road, and shopping the shopping centre coming across will be well aware of, of a road that's partially built there. So that's the road we're getting back on track, and that's the Coonan Ocklachine. It has been termed by a lot of people as the first phase of Northern Tribute Road. That's not the term I use, but look, that's, I, don't, I have no problem with that term either. But it is the Coonan Ocklachine Road. That road is back on track. Um, we will we'll see contractors on there shortly doing the fencing properly. I mean, this company collapsed in the middle of building a road, so you can imagine what the way the state was left in. The council did a really good job in on trying to tidy it up and make it safe and secure. But construction has gone back in there, and, and the tenders are gone out for that. So we'll see some of the work being done in the first phase of it, uh, and then the, the new tender for the, 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 the third phase of it will be done. So basically, to, just to remind people, the road starts at the Kuna, the Kuna Cross Tesco, people would know Tesco Shopping Centre there. It comes into the Old Cracker Road into Carlavan, it comes into Moros, and then it would come down by an Ocklachine coming out at the Watchers Cross and down past the, as people will know, the Ocklachine Road there, the Army Barracks um, in Ocklachine, just at the top of Moros. So and, and just to be clear then, so would it eventually match up with the wider Northern District yes. Road project? Yes, that was never the plan initially, but look, that, that is the plan that I think 99% of us want to have delivered is that the, the road in will eventually come out at the Mackey roundabout and link up to the N7 with, 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 with turn-offs uh, on, on by, by near Finnegan's and different different turn-offs there. So that that's the second part of the road. That is what is the, the Northern Distributor Road, which is basically from Knocklachine to Mackey Roundabout. That's the road that Minister Ryan has pulled from the Limerick Elsmats plan that's come from the Northern or the National, National Development Plan and that's the road that every single party, with the exception of the Green Party, is in favour of and we want to get delivered as fast as possible. Okay, so it's not unreasonable for people to consider this part of the same larger no, project? No, not really, no. I mean, this this the only this project was in 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 plan and train for since 2011 to build from Kuna to Knocklachine. 
obviously the logical thing to do is to increase that road. Now, the reason we want it, it's not just it's not just we want to deliver a road. We ha- we have a problem already. If we look at the Raheen Industrial Estate and the Castle Troy Industrial Estate, the lands there are. are practically exhausted. There's no extra land there for businesses to go in. And companies are telling me this themselves. I met with an IBEC meeting last Monday, which had the lead companies across the Midwest region, and they were telling us that this is a critical piece of infrastructure they need to develop to free land on the north side of Limerick and south east Clare and all the north side of UL campus and north side of um, the Castle Troy or Development Park or whatever. Uh, we need, that's what the road is needed. And also then there's safety concerns. That and, and can I just ask you, is there anything that can be done on that side of a Limerick short of the second phase of the Northern Distributor Road getting the go-ahead that might help relieve some of the traffic problems? Well, there has to be something done because it's not fair on people who are living, especially on uh, anyone who has to travel on the Corbley Road. They're, they're, they're just can't, it's like a, you just can't move sometimes, you know. And then obviously the first section will free up some people who won't have to come through, say, the Cleely Road should be freed up by that way. Um, but we are going to have to look at other ways of can people come out in the Corbley Road and go back in through the new Cooney uh, and Road and come out if they want to an airport, come out that way. So that might really relieve it a little bit. And there's other things we have to start looking at because we can't wait for like the, 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 the Northern Distributor Road has been taken out of the plan and as far as, the, as, far as I, I see as, as long as the Green Party Minister is in charge of transport that won't be coming back unfortunately Okay so well two things to clarify then so the Coonanoclachin project as yes. far as you're concerned is absolutely back on track yes. now and will be happening which is where the council's um, plan comes into the equation the one that they've been talking about in recent days yeah that's that's exactly what we're talking about there that road as people will know is, is partially built you know, as we started building it from the Coona roundabout, which is where the, the Tesco shopping centre is, and coming out, and you have three spurs off of it, one into one into the old Cracker Road in Carlevin, one into My Ross, and one coming down by the army barracks in um, the old army barracks there in Nocturne. So We're chatting to Sinn Féin TD Morris Quinlevin, and are you saying then that reality needs to be faced on the second yes. phase, and yes. that other measures have to be taken to alleviate some yeah. Of the traffic problems in the Castle Troy and wider areas. And if you remember, um, it wasn't it wasn't an easy thing to get the Cooney and Ocalchine Road back on track itself initially when we when we tried to get delivered back in 2020. The minister tried to stop it at the time, and then there was a big backlash from the community, particularly the community in Myrasu, who organised a fantastic campaign. And I believe that the reason they didn't want the Cooney and Ocalchine to go because the logical extension of that is to build an ordinary bit of road from. From Nakusin over to uh, Macaroundo. And, so. and what is your view on the O'Connell Street works? The latest update being that apparently the contractor has said to the council, "We'll be finished by the twenty fifth of November." But in the same breath, the council are saying they put a contingency plan in to pause it on the twenty fifth of November to allow trade and activity to happen in the city centre across the Christmas period, and the contractor could end up back on the site in January. Yeah, look, it's very frustrating for everybody. My office is just based, uh, this construction work, literally, I can see it out the windows I'm talking to. So it's been going on for far too long. It's really impacted on traders. Um, it's really impacted on people, I believe, coming into the city centre. Uh, it, it's, it's been an absolute mess, the whole the whole way it's been done. You know, they've been putting down streets, pulling up streets, and putting the same streets back down. But the builders themselves are telling me it's chaotic. Um, there seems to be no real um, effort to get this over the line. But look, I welcome the fact 
fact that we got it delivered for the for the 25th of November, that would be very, very welcome for everything. But what we can't do, and I know there's a plan B because the builders or the, the businesses that I've been talking to, uh, I, they can't explain how important, you know, early January and the whole of December is for their businesses, probably 35%, 40% of the whole year. The business is done in, in that six weeks, and it's crucial that we make sure that it's it's available. It's, it's viable for people to come into the city centre. But, but do you think that part of the problem for the city centre is that some people have fallen out of the habit of coming in at all because yeah. of the current works? I think there's a lot going on, Joe. Because the, COVID, the COVID pandemic would have exacerbated all of this initially, and then people are coming in and seeing the chaos of trying to drive up and the constant. No, the idea I, I would imagine is to get people to try and come in on buses and you know walk in and drive and drive in and park somewhere else. But that's not feasible for an awful lot of people, like you know. So we do need to have some sort of a sense and look at Plan B. That Plan B they're talking about is, is it has to. We cannot have work going on in December anyway, so that has to be a given. That you know work will not. On December, but ideally we get it finished by the by the finish date of twenty fifth, and we can't do that. We need to at least finish one or two of the blocks, so it's not the whole street is blocked up. Right. And, and Morris, I mean, do you imagine that if we got to the end of this, and assuming that the street furniture went in yeah. and the tree planting happened, and critically that there was regular and sustained cleaning of the area, that it could be beneficial in the long term. Yeah, I'm deeply concerned about how it's looking at the moment because it looks very bland now. I know there's a lot of street furniture to come into it, but I am concerned about how dirty it is already and how 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 is the plan to clean that going, going forward, going to, going to, you know, what will we need to do to make sure that's cleaned all the time because it does look really, really dirty. You know, that could be a case of... Well, my, of my understanding is that the feedback from a lot of interested parties is that that will have to be seriously cleaned once yeah. a week at minimum in order to keep it the way it's supposed to be, attractive for people coming in. Yeah, because uh, I'm not sure if it's the building work is, is doing this or the, you know, stuff that comes off it when you're building or whatever, is, is that uh, an exasperating factor to it? But it, it does look really dirty and it, it's, it cannot be that way. Like, you know, and if it is a case that we're going to be doing it every week, that's going to be a huge expense to people who pay their local property tax and people mm. in Limerick. So I, I don't know what the plan is there. And I do have an also as well, I want to just raise this because I'm, I'm raising with the council. I do have a concern of a safety concern where people are walking on the footpaths and they're falling off onto the road already so we need a different um, make sure, especially the section between say Roche Street and Bedford Row and, and Thomas Street, people on on that don't seem to realise that the, the footpath is going into the road and people are falling there so I've, I've witnessed it myself and I've had a lot of people telling me that they've fallen in that pit so we need to make sure that's done clearer where people actually realise there's, there's a lip there or whatever. Okay and listen we're going to be talking much more about this in the next couple of weeks but just finally uh, in the context of the talk of the budget tomorrow week how worried are, do you feel um, your constituents are about where we stand right now economically I've never seen anything like it to be honest um, especially older people are terrified uh, a lot of the narrative around you know the bills well, they, 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 they don't really understand what the bill is going to be so they're actually talking and when I'm trying to this the way I'm doing this but they are actually worried about how they're going to heat themselves going through the um, 
through through the, the winter time. So I think this budget is going to be the most uh, anticipated one for in my generation uh, anyway, because people are really at their wit's end. Uh, there's a cost of living crisis, which I know we all talk about it, but it's affecting. So you no, know, some people are are okay and cushion from it, but other people are absolutely terrified of what's coming down the line. So the government need to get it right, and we'll be making sure that we can do the best to make sure that people are protected. Okay. Well, thank you very much for joining us on all of that this morning. That's uh, Limerick City based uh, Sinn Féin TD Morris Quinlan. Your views, your news, your Limerick today with Joe Nash on Live 95.